0: Wow. Thank you guys for coming on this journey with me. We are almost at the end of 2023. How crazy. I just wanted to say thank you so much for your support, tuning in with me every week, listening, downloading, sharing, following all this good stuff to keep this podcast alive, because, you know, you did it. I am so happy to share our next guest with you. She is a formidable powerhouse of a woman. She is an actor, a producer, a mom, a fellow podcast hostess, a writer, and is veering into directing. And she is also a mental health advocate, which you're going to learn about throughout our conversation on this episode. So without further ado, sit back, relax, have a drink if you need one, because you did it! Well hey, thank you for being here. Um oh my god, of course. I would love for you to just tell us about you a little like yeah. I don't want to like butcher your name, but I'm going to say Alessandra. Torresani, Torresani, Close. Perfect. Alessandro Torasani, yeah. everybody. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Um, welcome. When I did My Creep on You, you're an actor, you're a producer, you're a singer, you're a dancer, you're a mom, you are a social media influencer, presence, voice, whatever you want to call that. I don't know what I'll category fits with you there. And I'll a mental it. health advocate. Um, yes. So, I mean, I... They, Yeah. Like I have goosebumps just because Um, I feel like you do so much and I'm tired. I would love to know more about you.
1: (laughs) Surprisingly, I'm not a tired person. That's what's confusing. Um, But um, I know it's
0: me. You don't have to say it. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not.
1: I know. I never feel like exhausted except for when I was pregnant. That's when I felt tired. And that was like the first time I had that feeling where I was like, Oh, I feel like I got hit by a truck right now. I'm so tired. Something's off, and it was like, "Oh, um, you're six weeks pregnant." Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, it was like that. Yeah, it was. That's the only reason why I knew was because I was so (laughs) I couldn't keep drinking. I I felt just like hungover, even though I don't drink. (laughs) I was like, "Oh, I feel hungover." Um, But yes, I am an actress, Um, even though I'm on strike right now. um, Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, yes. I, yes. Yes, I am yes. an actress. Always yes. always have been yes. for
1: t- 20 odd years. Um and probably longer actually, for a very long time since I was like 9 I started doing it and I'm 36 now. So a long Oh my god. Time. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it's been that's been fantastic and I've had the opportunity to produce some films. Um and my next venture I would love to do is to get into directing. That's something I've always wanted to do directing sitcoms, Um, but, you know, right now my focus as I'm looking at her outside with my mom is my uh, 15-month-old daughter, Lady, and she is so fun and so great. And it's just this new normal of trying to balance. Um, I live with bipolar one disorder. And so I'd say for the first like year and a half I've ever been off medication and I'm, I'm, I'm starting this like, you know, off medicine, still breastfeeding, still, you know, present doing this and trying to figure out my life and the new normal and being able to balance a podcast and, you know, getting back into work and, and balancing life as a mom, because it truly is a 24 seven job. And, you know, I don't have help. My help is my mom and my husband. And,
0: and, um, I I don't know how people do it. It's a lot. I, hundred percent with you there. Like I one of my other um, guests was just also like shout out to the single parents like with multiple kids. I don't know how those they're like the superheroes legit because that alone is just like, yeah, I feel you. Like for us, it's my husband and and I down here only like we don't have extended family here now that we live in the desert. We have no friends here Um, and our neighbors are cute as shit, but they're older. Like I can't really be like, yo, Joanne.
1: Come yeah, babysit for four baby? hours.
0: Like how old is your baby? She's two. She's baby. Like she's 2.2 two. 2. Two months. You know what I mean? So like, very similar in age. Ish, yeah. No, but like similar. she's at that threshold now where you're like you like it's all eyes, hands, feet, ears. Your whole body's on deck. Like you can't be like, OK, let like, go over there and play. It's like, where did she go or come play with me? Yeah, or like, yeah, she's one second. I turn around 100%. and lady has gone. And I'm like, yeah. I lost her in the
1: house. And I'm like, yeah. What do you mean? Like I didn't even like open the door you? and you're gone. Yeah. like how did what's you going open
0: on? the door? It's like, oh, you didn't. You crawled through the dog door. Awesome. I love yeah. your brain. Good for you. Like so brilliant, <laughs> but like, it's like, yeah. Wow. I I really have to watch all the time. And like, that's how you start training for you being a director. What? That's how you start. That you just train her. You're like action. Cut. Cut. Yes, yes, yes. The, she suddenly is my project. Right? Exactly.
1: Back to exactly. one. Back to one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Back to one, sweetie. Let's go. Could you yeah. imagine? Actually, that'd be kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, it would be
0: kind of cute. It'd be cute.
1: I mean, but she, but it's true, yeah. and it's like now she's at the point where she started walking very early, and. She now full speed runs and we had to get rid of the playpen yeah. because she threw her whole body out of the playpen yes. and yes. I was like, I'm fine. And I'm like, I'm not emotionally fine with that. That's terrifying. Yep. You know, we're not going to play that game again, um, you know.
0: <laughs> but she will. Yeah. Without you. But without she will. So, to play.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's the most fun in the entire world because I get to be with her 24 hours a day, yeah. but- it's definitely a full job, and you know there have been moments where I've recorded and had a whole podcast episode, and with one click of the button, it went away. Oh. You know, because she thought, "Oh my God, this is funny." Yeah. You know. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It was funny to her. Yeah. Talk about good timing, you know. But but it's it's a lot. So shout out to single parents. Shout out to everyone who's
0: just trying to trying get to do it. It's so intense, and I kind of wanted to like piggyback to what you said earlier about you dealing with bipolar one disorder. I have absolutely no fucking idea what that is. I'm very honest in my transparency with this stuff. Like tell me, tell us from your experience, like, what is it? Like, well, I love, I love that you
1: are being so open (laughs) and not knowing what it is, because let me tell you, um, I did not know what it was for the longest period of time because I was misdiagnosed so many different times. And I feel like- when it comes to mental illness in general, there are so many names that are thrown out there, right? Like, you know, you always hear schizophrenia, right? Oh, like the crazy person next door was schizophrenic. And it's like, but do you really know what that means? Like, do you really know that diagnosis? And I have to say, I didn't know exactly that diagnosis, just like I didn't know what bipolar disorder was. So the way that I explain it is there are, there's bipolar one and bipolar two. And I think there's a bipolar three. Don't yeah, quote Let's me just on hit that. the DVSM file. But whatever we'll just do mine later. because yeah. I don't know what I don't know bipolar two enough yeah. to describe it. Yeah. For me, you know, it's extreme highs of like high energy, like you're feeling so amazing about yourself and everything's great and you don't need sleep. So you stay up for three days on end. And, you know, some people have, you know, crazy sex addictions or um, part they go and party like crazy. And then it's the crash. And then it's the lowest of low, can't get out of bed. I'm completely like just drained. There's nothing left on me um, life is over. And then like within an hour, you're back Interesting. And you're high again. Interesting. So it's, okay. So, you know, people always say, Oh, the weather is so bipolar today. It can't make up its mind. Is it going to be beautiful or is it going to be rainy? Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, that's, that's wrong, sir. Um, but, um, but it's that idea yeah. of the highs of the high and the lows of the low. Right. So for me, you know, it's very quick mania. Like, that's what they explain it. It's like you have a manic episode. Okay. Um, and you almost, uh, I, for for me, I will say, like, I black out all the time when I have a manic episode. I have, ra- mine's filled with like rage and anger um, and- you just black out and then everything's fine again. Interesting. And everyone else around you can remember this moment and this freak out that you had, right. but you don't remember anything. And that's in the high, because- high period? It could be in the high period. It could be in the low period. It's whenever mania hits you. Okay. And mania can hit you at the high or it can hit you at the low. Okay. Um, so uh, it was a very touchy thing to get off my medication which was something that I chose. I talked to many specialists, many doctors. This was a decision that was made for me that I would get off because I didn't want to take the risks that came with, um, you know, when you are pregnant in utero, uh, there were percentages of, you know, cleft palates. They've never done any research to what happens to babies' brains. Um, They, you know, the way that they test, this particular medicine is the um you know they do it on chick embryos right right so cuz right, we're totally you know, so like, like chick embryos <laughs> cuz we're chick embryos yeah, yeah, so like, it's t- i could mean you measure what happens to a brain of a chick yeah probably not but you could physically see yeah a, you know, an abnormality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Um. So, you know, it's a pro and con, and they, and you have to write it down. And for some people, they cannot live without that medication, right. And it's not worth the risk of them having a manic episode while being pregnant, going into a psychosis or something, right? Like going into a very right. deep, 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 right, end. right, right. Um. For me, I was very lucky enough and privileged enough to have doctors and specialists who were on call. Okay. Having a husband and a mom that like were you know, with you
0: and like part of we're your with bubble. We were present, we right.
1: were aware of what was going on where when there were signs of mania slowly creeping their head
0: up, they were able to call doctors in and kind of manage And this it. was during your pregnancy or like the pre-pregnancy to conceiving. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Pre, yeah okay. I got off my medication slowly, but surely it took a couple months before I started to try to have a baby That's actually and
0: I was a great time. That's like quite fast. I would, it was super fast. Like I would almost assume a year.
1: No, I mean, it depends on what your medication, like what your, what like your what your dosage is. or whatever is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But it's, but for me, the, you know, They thought, oh, we'd have to take a pause and maybe hold at one milligram, but they didn't. So it was very good. So I got pregnant and had a baby, and I'm still off my medication because I'm breastfeeding still. So we will discuss medication when it comes back. But yeah. I, every single person is so different 100%, 100% you know it's it's not just like oh you have low blood pressure here's a pill yeah. and it'll fix you <laughs> yeah. right yeah. you know and my advice that i always give to everyone in regards to any many mental health or mental illness is before you go into a therapist if you feel like there may be a problem write down in journal you know, what you're feeling that day. Because the reason why bipolar disorder is misdiagnosed for on average, I believe five to seven years. Oh my God. For most patients is because, well, there's many reasons because, but for me, um, you know, I only went in, to the doctor because I was feeling depressed. Low, on and the I low was side. sad and I was oh, feeling low. Oh, got it. Because when I was feeling high, I was feeling great. Like no one could touch me. Like I was the <laughs> She's best. She's like, I'm like, actually I out was, on a yacht right now. So I can't even go into I'm a feeling, doctor. I'm feeling like <laughs> fabulous, yeah. you know?
0: Um,
1: but I don't talk. I, yeah, yeah. I didn't think that there was anything wrong with not sleeping for three days straight and being able to do that. Like, and just driving for hours on end. Like- that's not normal behavior, but to me, I wasn't sad. So why did I go and I wouldn't go into the doctor. So I always recommend people writing down their daily activities, their daily, daily feelings, their thoughts, things that they may eat, their environment, things that may, you know, trigger and affect the outcome of their mental health. Right. Um, and then go into a doctor because it'll be so much easier for them to see, you know, what's been going on with your, your, your life, you yeah. know, to then really analyze like it. Like your circle. And like, exactly. Like what's your environment like? That was my long winded answer to like, what is bipolar disorder? like.
0: No, but I love it because it's so curious to hear that you were misdiagnosed and correct me if I'm wrong for many years. Yeah. Oh, for many years. Because it's yes. like, oh, I'm feeling dumpy. So now I'm going in looking for almost, sure. if I might say like help in that low peak. Oh, and they right. put me on antidepressants, which when you live with bipolar disorder,
1: it makes the highs even higher and the lows even lower. Oh, man. So it's the, so a lot of, a lot of, lot of, lot of people, um, you know, lose their life um, because they've been misdiagnosed and they've been put on the wrong medication yeah. that that creates suicidal, you know, ideations and, and actions that maybe they didn't feel like they actually they didn't feel those feelings, right? Yeah, they weren't um, they weren't
0: really like festering they weren't at the, at the brim. Point. Yes. No. And uh, no. So I I'm curious to know, like you said you were in the industry from a young age. Like yeah. if this is too TMI and I'm going too deep here, like Nothing's I don't TMI. really know you. But like do you feel like being part of the entertainment industry, maybe with just the circuit of how it works and like call times and long days on set and like diving deeper into different characters and coming out and trying to find yourself again, then going into another role and blah, like that circuit. I wonder, like, do you ever in maybe therapy or just looking back on your life and career, do you feel like there was ever a point in your life that you felt you could have maybe pinned it earlier? Like now that you have Mm. this knowledge and education where you're like, oh, maybe I I could have seen this sooner when I was, I'm just shooting out a number like 16 or or 20 or whatever. You know,
1: no, because the thing is, is I've never had a mental breakdown or a manic episode, I'll say. Okay. Because of something that happened on set. There's something about me... Working constantly—that I loved. I was someone that needed to constantly be working. I, I, yeah, I'm, I just, I thrived like that. For me, I hate doing self tapes. It's why I, you know, in the past, didn't get a lot of things doing self tapes because, for me, I had such a rush being in front of an audience and and feeling that audition and like almost taking that anxiety and that using the room, like like. yeah, I knew a lot of people that took beta blockers like before they went into <laughs> auditions to like calm themselves down. And I was like, no, I need that to like- I'm the get same. Get myself going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm the same, yeah. So for me, you know, bipolar disorder is very biological. I mean, not by bi- it's not biological. It's, but yeah, it's biological. Why am I like blinking? See, this is like when mom brain comes in Sorry. and it's genetic. <laughs> edit, uh, edit, like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Mom brain is such a real it, it really thing, it's is. like the craziest thing. Like, I, I forget these simplest things all the time. No, it's genetic, excuse me. Bipolar disorder is very genetic, and you can pinpoint it in family. Um, it's something that my father now you know they can tell had okay. Um, but um. He never acknowledged that this was ever an issue or ever a problem. Right. But if you look back into history, yeah know, and you look back at his mother, his mother, you know, had huge tendencies and signs of mania and bipolar disorder. But you know, X amount of years ago, they're not calling that what it was. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, You're like, yeah. oh, she's just the crazy woman, you know, yeah. next door. Um, so Well, I wish that there was like, oh my God, you know, this moment when I was on this Disney channel movie, this moment happened. It's like, no, because the sign started as young as when I was two years old, I would just start hitting my head against the wall for no reason. And everyone would be like, what is going on? And my mom would just embarrass and took me to a doctor and was like, why is my daughter doing this? And I'm like, I don't know. And now there are certain signs, like that's a sign of like perfectionism and frustration and like wanting to let out rage for no reason when nothing happens to you. Yeah. It's just in you. Um, Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, I I was also a, a professional dancer when I was really young. I was a competition dancer and I was a national jazz and tap champion. For me, I loved being on stage. I loved performing. When I was five years old, something happened to me like in my head. One day I just woke up and I was like, I can't go outside the door and I couldn't cross the threshold of the front door or I couldn't cross the threshold of the karate studio or the dance studio because I was so afraid that if I couldn't be better than the day before, that it was worthless. And then why would I be living? Wow! And and, and that's what a five-year-old, you know, where there was no pressure. (laughs) Like my mom was like, what?
0: You she know, wasn't like, here's and, your sticker
1: board. You be no No, my God. No, wow. she was further from that. Cause she was like, my mom was such a badass, you know, sure. She is a badass. She's, <laughs> you know, in technology and now she's in real estate and, and, and redesigning like yeah. m- me, like Movies and TV for her was like what? What you want to do that? You want to perform singing and dancing? I don't even know what that is. Like wow, for her it was the furthest thing that she thought I should be doing. Cute, you know. Um, but you so, found it. Like, but I your it.
0: system was just like meow.
1: Yep, it was like I came out singing and dancing, and she's like, I have to follow whatever she wants right. to do, you know. And and that was really lucky that I had that. But you know, it's 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 something that. You can truly look back and go, well, it was genetic, and and it's just it just hit at certain times. It hit when I was going through puberty, and you know, it's just this is just things that happen. It's like a rush of hormones, and it's just wild and and yeah. crazy and fun. How, anyway? But
0: I f- I feel like your perspective <laughs> of what you just said is so beautiful to hear because, like I said, you're only maybe a handful of anyone that I've ever talked to so openly about this. But what. I find fascinating is like, you have such clarity on it. Like you're not fogged up about it. Like you do see, do you know what I'm trying to say? So like, so from my perspective, I'm like, you're very self-aware of it. And I think that that's a beautiful thing. But I think that uh, to
1: be fair, that only came quite recently in the past couple of years. Because I had been told by, you know, managers and by, you know, coaches and people in the business, when I had found out the diagnosis and I was talking about it, like, oh, you don't talk about that. Oh, you know, like don't share it, like it'll make you seem like you're a diva, like you're difficult on something. Oh, okay. like, do talk about that. You know, <laughs> so it was something that I always shut down and shut down and shut down and shut down. Um, and then I would share it with boyfriends. And if we would get in a fight or if one of them was cheating on me with one of my friends, uh, I'm not being specific or anything, yeah. you know. It would be turned on me. It's like, oh, well, that's what you get for being with someone who's bipolar. Uh, Right. So like the stigma happened to me. These, yeah, these very traumatic events would happen. Uh, And that's finally when I was like, you know what? Like, fuck it, I'm going to just talk about it because I know that I cannot be the only one that's going through this. Yeah. And I cannot be the only one that is constantly being judged or feels like, you know, this stigma is like, you know, on me. And it's not who I am, but it's a part of me. And if I can make, I there's, the, you know, famously living with bipolar disorder is was Carrie Fisher. And she yeah. was like my idol, you know? Yeah. And so for me, when she was so open and talking about it, uh, there are so many times where that woman's story saved my life, you know? Oh, yeah. And I thought, wow, if I could help one person, yeah. one person could be like, Alessandra saved my life. Like that's wild. Yes. And, there have, and not to like, you know, pat myself on the back, but I've gotten so many emails where people are like, hey, I was in this really like abusive relationship with someone. And they always said it was because I was bipolar. And you're Putting right. Putting the like, point on them. And I figured out, yeah. yeah. And I figured out who I am and like, it's not that, like it's because they were an asshole.
0: <laughs> <You> yeah, <know? laughs> straight up, the person you are not with yeah. anymore is just a dick, or yeah, she, yeah. or whoever they were. Yeah, right. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so. So yeah. I
1: think that that's it. You know, I always see. It, it always seems like there's such confidence behind it, but trust me, it's it's you know, thirty six years of finally being able to to talk about it, and also I feel like right with anything that that's uncomfortable to talk about. The first time you start talking about it, it's really awkward and hard. The second time's harder because you're like, I can't believe I'm repeating this again. Right. Then finally you kind of get numb to it. It's just a story, you know, it's just something that I talk about. It's just something that I say, you know, yeah. and I, when when you're ready to open up and share your story, I think it's very important, you know, to help others.
0: What are your thoughts on you now being a mom and having your girl. Like, are you, was yeah. there, was there like, you know, were you nervous? Were you scared? Were you like, oh, my God, please don't let her have this passed down? Like, were, was that yeah. energy kind of circulating around you? Because, like, I know this might totally. sound fucking wacky, but, like, you know, everyone's like, watch what you say because they are spells. And, like, when you're pregnant, you don't want to have stressors. Yeah. And, like, it comes into your – comes into you. Yeah. to Like, you just want to, like, keep the vibes high. You can't help yeah. but think a weird shit. Like, you want to think, hopefully I have a healthy baby. Hopefully everything is yeah. great. Like, mind, body, spirit. Mm-hmm. I mean, how does that affect you and how did it affect you during your, your, like your journey? It was really tough.
1: The first trimester I feel like was, um, I just felt like nauseous a lot. I never threw up or anything, but I was just nauseous. And the second trimester is when my mania hit me Interesting. and okay. it hadn't hit me for years. That's great. The way that it hit, you know? And I was like, oh, this is an unfamiliar feeling and a feeling that I do remember, but I don't want to feel this. And, you know, I was really lucky because um, I started doing hypnobirthing and I was taking classes really early in the pregnancy, like way earlier than I should have. Okay, But I think it was like a blessing in disguise because I had all these affirmations and I had all these audio affirmations that were given to me. And whenever I felt like the rage of like where I felt myself going off the deep end, I would listen to this and I would blast it in my car and I would sit in the car, just sitting in the driveway, like not even driving. And I would listen to it over and over and over again. And it's a story that I love to share because um, when Lady was born, and we drove her home from the hospital for the first time, she was crying, right? And I was like, "Oh my god, what do I do? Like, what do you do with this baby? Yeah. Right? You're like, what is this? Who dropped this off? Like, this how do little we get Amoeba. Him? Yeah, I'm like, who is this? You know? And I'm sitting in the back with her, and I'm like, "Oh my god, babe, I don't know what to do." And we put on the hypnobirthing affirmation that I listened to cool. starting from you know, the second trimester all the way up to, I was listening to it in the delivery room. Awesome. And it made her stop crying and she relaxed and it was like a lullaby. And suddenly we realized every time we played it, she would be calm and she would be relaxed. And so I think that there's something that I, you have to, at some point let go of like, what if, like you know, I yeah. always look at her and I'm like, is that a sign of bipolar, <laughs> you know? But, but at some point you have to let it go because you never know, like, what anyone could have. They could have yeah. their own thing, yeah. right? And Can you just become creepy? If she does then you're like,
0: yes. What are you doing? It's like yeah. helicopter parenting, but like for a different, yeah. reason? exactly for yeah. a different, yeah. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the thing is, is like, look, if she
1: ends up, you know, living with bipolar disorder wow, how lucky for her, for me and for her that we have so many resources yeah. and so many outlets and so many people that I've met throughout the years from a podcast, yeah. you know, of all things um, that I wouldn't be worried about that. And, you know, I I, I my husband uh, practices transcendental meditation. Yeah. I practice that. Woo-hoo. It's been very hard. We love it's it. The be- yeah, it's the best. It's the best. And it was very hard for me obviously giving birth and, and trying to do TM at, with her. So I, I'm very rusty on it. Um, but we're firm believers in like breath work yeah. and, you know, in music class, yeah. you know, she learned how to take deep breaths. Yes. And so now we find her out of nowhere, just walking and then she'll go <gasps> like yeah. that. And we're That's like, great. Oh my God, why She's are you clearing. doing that? So it's like, it's already in her to know to, to clear that energy. It's so, it's it's the cutest thing in the entire world. So it's kind of one of those things where if it happens, it happens. And if it doesn't, it doesn't, Yeah, you
0: know, this episode is brought to you by Branch Basics. If you are wanting to keep a clean and healthy home and looking to toss the toxins, then look no further than Branch Basics. This brand offers you a safer path to clean throughout your house. They have amazing starter kits and a wonderful subscription package so you can have that refill coming without even thinking about it, all while keeping your home non-toxic and clean. I've been using their products for months, and a couple of my favorite items are the dishwasher tablets, the concentrate, and the oxygen boost, which does wonders on laundry. So head over to branchbasics.refr.cc forward slash youdidit, and you will get $10 off your first order. You can also find the link in the description of this episode. Now, let's get back to basics and back to the show. But I'm teaching her
1: how to regulate her emotions because I think it's important. You should feel every single emotion. You should feel anger. You should feel sad. Mm -hmm. You should Mm -hmm. feel Mm -hmm. happy. Mm -hmm. You should feel what what scared feels like. You should feel what anxiety feels mm-hmm. like and turn it for the better. Just like we were talking about auditions, yeah, yeah, like yeah. being nervous before, yeah. you know. I was talking to this anxiety specialist I was interviewing her and she was like the biggest problem that we're doing with our children is that we are, you know, telling them that anxiety is bad and that we can fix it. And she goes, you don't want to fix it. You want to be able to transfer it to yes, another type of I emotion. Agree. And like Use that. Yeah. So she was talking about the example of like when you're nervous before an audition, yeah. but you use that in the work. Your craft. Yeah,
0: you were. Uh- I mean, I used to teach acting ages ago, and that was one of the things I always talked about. I used to teach two-year-olds, like, all the way up to whatever, oh, how cute! like, while I was also a working actor. Yeah. And we t- I, that was one of the concepts I was taught of in theater school, like, back in my training of, like, take the energy around you, be aware of it, yeah. try to put it in the work, put it in your body, put it in your voice, and, like, bring it out yeah. into your work somehow. It's, a, it's an interesting concept, like... I'm, once again, it's not my arena. I'm not a doctor, right? Like, I'm not versed in this. I just know it from my sure. craft and seeing it work. Yeah. And from yeah. people like yourself talking about it. Like, it's so, I think it's so important that those things aren't stifled. Any energy and having an outlet just to e- explore and express it and having what I call a container to play in or explore mm-hmm. it in, I think is a yeah. nice haven as a parent to be able to create that for your kid. But I think what's beautiful about what you're saying is you're physically, mentally, spiritually have been and are going through it. So she also has a great example of it. If it is the case or not that she may or may not be having whatever in the future, like yeah. things. Sure. Cause Come she on. could have anything, yeah.
1: right? I mean, like that's yeah. the thing. Like we don't know what the universe is going to no. drop on people. No. <laughs> and people always say, you know, another thing, you know, They're like, look, you could have the happiest parents in the world. You could have the best school in the world Mm -hmm. and the best friends, Mm -hmm. but it's just our environment and the world that we live in. You cannot protect your child from the world. And there is anxiety and Mm -hmm. there is stress and there are mental health issues going around. covid right like so many kids like god <laughs> totally messed up from covid oh yeah you know i mean and like yeah. they're new they i mean i've seen so many children who are like 4 years old that don't have to wear masks in school now and are freaking out that they don't have to wear a mask they're like oh my god if i don't wear a mask i'm going to die yeah, yeah. and it's like yeah
0: what did we do yeah. you know what i mean it's like so,
1: how can we cuz they're help such little sponges babies? right
0: like that's the yeah. thing is like all those kids it's interesting because i was talking to a colleague of mine and she was just expressing how that time um, a lot of kids that were in the stage of speech development have delayed speech yes, because yes. of the masks and the mask. and they couldn't see what we're seeing like to learn language yes. and where your lip and tongue go for placement right. or dialect or whatever right. and it's true it's like that's how we as actors learn dialects and yes. and things so it, it's fascinating how that stuff does you're right like yeah it's true everyone you know all the parents out there listening are like yeah your environment but it's It's fascinating to say it because there's so much out there. Like, God, I was watching the most sad film the other day on the plane called Sun, I think, with with Hugh Jackman. And it was kind of talking about that idea of what you just said. Like, you can have a great environment and, like, maybe there's a disconnect in the home life somewhere and you think everything is happy-go-lucky, cheery, and your kid's kind of fucked and you don't really know how to help them. And it's like, I mean— She's so young, like she's such a little babe right now. But like, yeah, I, with you, you know, being where you are in LA, and like where she yeah. is, and how you guys are, and like, you know, you're at a, you're at a crux in your life with breastfeeding, and like you said, you're off your yeah. meds, and you're like, this is new for me and ter- like a different territory for you. Like, how are you feeling and navigating all of this? Like, are you kind of just like, cool? I'm just taking my time. Like, I'm enjoying yeah. it. Like, is it? Are it's you a, like on that lead, indirectly? Minute. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> like- no, no, no. It's truly like
1: a minute by minute thing. Cool, right? It's, it's. I, I know certain things that I would say that I need in my life, mm-hmm. and I'm someone that's very much like my husband always says, like. We got to put it in the matrix for Alessandra, you know, in in the brain. Like for me, I'm someone that's not a scheduled person with my baby, but I'm someone that's like, I just need to know like what's going to happen in the next like week. Nice. You know what I mean? Or I need to know like, are we going to dinner? What time? I don't care what time we go. We can do whatever. I just have to know ahead of time. Like I'm just someone that needs schedule, like regular, like, I wouldn't even say schedule. Like an, you regulation. need like a pre-production
0: like, schedule. That's not really locked. <laughs> I need a light pre-production yeah. schedule. A am not someone call that needs
1: sheet. a li- That's right. I need a prelim call sheet. I, I, it could be yellow pages yes. and then it could turn into pink pages. I don't really care, <laughs> but I just need to have an idea of like where the day's awesome. going, you awesome. know? Um, I'm someone that, you know, it's interesting. I was, I just did this interview, it aired this week with this girl who is, um, training to be a doctor, to be a, a psychotherapist, a psycho, a psychotherapist. Okay. I don't hold okay. to that. Anyways, she lives with bipolar disorder. Okay. And so we were just like talking about, and she was like, you know, the circadian, circadian rhythm, like of sleep is so important to someone who lives with bipolar disorder. Oh. You, Cause it's, it's, sets the whole tone for everything, which I think is so funny because I'm someone that doesn't need a lot of sleep and I'm like good to go. Right. But I need to get into a deep sleep. And I and I yeah. somehow have figured out how to get into a deep Great. sleep. And then I get up and I start my schedule. But she said something that they teach those who live with bipolar disorder is to find a routine. That's huh, the word uh-huh. them see there's the mom. Yeah. Find a routine. Whether that be you Eat the same thing at lunch every single right. day, or you go to the same place once a day, right. you know, or you exercise once a day and you know that that's part of your routine. Just figuring out a routine. And I think it's weird. Like I eat five days a week at the same restaurant for lunch. Cute. Five days a week. Cute. Without a doubt. Same thing, same meal, same meal. Not because they told me to do this. I've always done this. And I talk about this on the podcast (laughs) and I was like, is that weird? And she was like, no, it's like you naturally have figured out a routine without even realizing For your system. So it's like for my system. So I'm like that kind of person. I don't like, and for me, mania started a lot like a manic episode used to always start when I'd get ready to go out at night because yeah. I wouldn't know what to wear. I would be so frustrated that I didn't like what the way that I looked anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is so funny because the episode of Batwoman that I did, minus being a, a murderer, um, was very <laughs> <best>. similar yeah. <laughs> to like bipolar disorder, the way that the girl thought. And, and I even said that in the audition. I was like, this is the first time I've actually read something on a page where I'm like, oh, wow, this is kind of what it's like. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, it's like that frustration, right? And it's like a, I explained it, it's like a volcano and the lava keeps building up and up and up. And then yeah. suddenly it just explodes because it has to, because there's no other place that the energy can go. Um, and for me, that was getting ready at night, not wow. looking the best that I could, not being a, like being a perfectionist. So for me, it's like, I wear a t-shirt, I wear pants. I go and I get my burrito every single day. Like I have the routine of like what lady and I do all day long. Cute. And like she has her stuff that's going on. Yeah. And you know, it, it helps routines really, really, really help those with mental illness. What if you didn't do that? Like what would happen? Like, I, I don't think that it would be like an explosion of craziness. Yeah. Like people would think, but then again, I don't know. I don't want to team test the beast out. All you right. know what I mean? all right. you know? But for me, it, it's something that I don't even realize that I'm doing the routine. And I think that that's where I've gotten in my life. I don't even realize that I'm doing it. It just works for me.
0: I'm just happy. Because I'm just thinking like, what if there is a disruptor? What if that place shuts down? There's a flood. You can't eat there. Like, I'm, you know, I'm curious. Like you, I think I figure it out, but I, I'm someone that that it's, I'm not sold on,
1: on the place. Yeah. But I like just knowing that I don't have to think about where to Copy go. Copy that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Does I mean, especially sense? now. Let's be let's be like super honest. Like my brain is flooded with shit. Like I literally don't have bandwidth yeah. to like call any of my friends. Or if you guys are listening, like I apologize now and like I do every day on text. Like call you later, and then it's like two days. I'm like. I forgot to call and, you. And you know what?
1: And but you have to for, you have to forgive others for it. <laughs> like, and like, you know what? I never really understood it. Like because I wasn't a mom, yeah, right? Yeah. And I had friends that had babies and they like disappeared. And I'm like, I guess they don't want to be my friend. Yeah. And then I realized, like, no, they are just exhausted. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and just trying to keep a human alive. So, like, segue to a couple of my questions here that I would love yeah. to get your intel on. Um, To everyone listening and watching, like, wherever they are, what are your top three hacks? Like, what, like, for anyone out there that's, like, either, you know, in... Like mom hack, Yeah, like a parent hack. Like, what are the things that have, like, like, kind of what you just said, like, to keep you sane and going, like, what would you say to someone who has an 18-month-old or, like, just, or, like, kind of, like, at the beginning of it, like, that you can remember? That's helped you. It's so funny.
1: One of my, one of my dearest friends is, is pregnant right now. Like very, very early pregnant. And actually I have two. And it's so, (laughs) but one of them already has a kid, but um, the other, it's like, it's all new. Right. And she was like, oh my God, tell me everything. Like, what do I do? And I was like, what did I do? Like, what were my hacks? And the craziest was, I was like, thank God. I have a podcast because I went through every episode and it reminded me oh when I was at 14 weeks this is what I did to help repair or when I was at 16 weeks or I used this you know silver nipple cup yeah. and cabbage because that helped the <laughs> breastfeeding um, so that really helped but what I will say something that was a is a good mom hack or a hack that I've that I've enjoyed is since the beginning, I think Lady was seven weeks old when I started a music class. I had a few friends. I was very lucky that that had babies around the same ages as, as mine. Nice. So I had nice. a, a few kids. But what's funny is. Once the kids started getting older, they started having different interests. And so they kind of went on their own way and lady went on her own way. And I have a new group of mom friends. Oh, um, that's nice. That I happened to find in the neighborhood. So what I recommend is do what I did. I stalked and had my husband help me out and my mom. (laughs) And anytime we would go on a walk and we saw a baby that was around the same age, we would go up to that person and we would introduce ourselves and say, hey, like if you ever are interested in doing like a parent class, like, can I get your number? I'm going to try to start one at my house and I think it would be really fun. And I've stayed friends with people that I literally met in the neighborhood who were walking their babies at two weeks old, like in bassinets.
0: Oh, it must be nice to have a neighborhood with people in it. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) Yes. <laughs> You're like, what's that one? Yeah. Well, but, I mean, people truly, with babies in mom it. that's <laughs> a
1: It's true. Yeah, but that's a mom that's act. Awesome. It's like when you see someone, and you know, it's not, and, and I, something that a lot of people would do to me is they'd be like, oh my God, your baby is so cute, and ask the baby questions. But I had a very tough postpartum, and I... I always ask the mom, how are you feeling? You know, because you want to no ask
0: the mom how that. I feeling. love that. Yeah, that's a really important thing. So those are thing. my two mom hats. Yeah, no, that's a real, those are like, Parent those hats. are huge. I mean, I sound like a creep for saying this, but we live on the back of a golf course and we sometimes see families with other kids on a golf cart. And I'm like, Ryan, follow that cart. <laughs> he yes. never does because he's like, dude, that's creepy. I'm like, it's, it's who question. I am. Just yeah. follow where Go they live. It. Yeah. But then yeah. sure enough, it turns out they're like, you know, visiting or whatever. and they're, Airbnb. Yeah yeah, 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 So I'm like, oh, yeah, airbnb And I'm like, fine. Yeah. But it's so true. It's so important. I mean, that's the one thing I'm missing in my life, if I'm being very honest, is where we yeah. are right now. We don't have a lot of um, that walkability like we did. When, like, we lived in Las Velas. So we had so much walkability oh, to like those little, po- you know, like those little like, Pods. But you know what I would recommend so, to
1: you in your situation is, you know, your your daughter's at the age now where she's like enjoying like playgrounds and stuff. Oh, so much! I wouldn't say playgrounds, but there's all those brand new like indoor oh, play places that they she have. She goes to all of them now.
0: Oh, good we have because to. that's honestly yeah. You, yeah. you
1: you will meet kids. There. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. How you meet kids? Yeah, it's so you know? cute. Like
0: my husband just signed her up for um, Get Air, like this indoor trampoline place, and they have toddler cute. time three days a week. <sighs> Like, so epic. We got like a one year subscription or like whatever you call like a thing for them. Because I was like, just sign her up so we can go whenever without thinking. And it was adorable. Like, I'm working in the studio. My husband's like, check this out. She has a new friend and is like, showed me a video. I'm like, yes, did you get their number? He's like, no, she was there with her grandma. So I thought it would be weird. I'm like, Next time. You have to, but you, it, have you have to. to, it's not You weird. have to creep. You got to creep on the piece. You have to creep.
1: It was, it's really cute. One of my like closest girlfriends who has a daughter around ladies age, who I met through another mom in the neighborhood. Yeah. They, they, one of the moms that was in my music class really early on, she was walking and saw another girl with a stroller and they had the same stroller. And they were like, oh my God, it's the best, you know? And the other mom was like, I know this is really random, but like, do you do anything with your baby? Because I don't have any- friends, like who have kids my age, you know, (laughs) and she came to our music class and I ended up meeting her parents and, and now we're all very close. And, you know, her dad, the first time I met him said, you know, three of our best friends, like our couple best friends were literally who we met in um, a a mommy and me parent class when our kids were babies and they go, you will be friends for the rest of your life because you guys will grow up like with these babies. Yeah, it's your little And it's like bonding experience that you'll never be able to recreate as like a different, it's a different type of friendship, you know? Um, So that's what I would recommend. Like you can't, you don't sound like, a crazy person if you're asking someone for their number, if there's a baby, because it's the only way to do it. So that's what I would say. I guess this is
0: how you approach them. We'll define that though. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Hi. Hi. Oh, can I take care of your yeah. child? You want to come over? Yeah. 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 They're like, end yeah. scene. may yes. look up like my latest project that I just dropped it. They're like, don't go to that chick's house. They're like, no, no, no. They're like, she's not. She's not. She's not. Yeah. She's evil. Oh, my God. That's awesome. So, I mean, looking back on your life and what we've just talked about, there's so much wisdom that you've divulged here. And like, I'm sure we could keep talking for like four more hours or more. (laughs) Plus, like we probably just have to meet up in person one day and go have a coffee or like a martini. We have to meet in person and then you have to come on my podcast. So then that'll be fun. 100%. 100%. But I I ask everyone this um, if I remember, and I will remember for you because you're so cute what's a, you did it moment in your life? Like besides having your, your baby and having your little lady, what's a big moment for you where you can look back and be like, you did it. (sighs) Wow. That's a very emotional question.
1: I really like that. I don't know why I'm like very like moved by that. That's I I like that. Um, Wait,
0: are you going to be crying? And I, are you wearing waterproof mascara? No, but I can. I can totally crank you, which which I do. Wanted out of I'm left or right.
1: Um, we need to see one. the
0: mascara too. No, I um, I'm kidding. No,
1: I'm kidding. you know a
0: you did yeah, it moment. You did it.
1: Um, you know, during the pandemic, mm-hmm. I got asked to um, host this telethon called You're Not Alone. And it was all about mental health and mental illness. And they had asked me the day before to do it. And I had just started the podcast, I would say, maybe a year before, really. Um, So it was very fresh and new and everything was like overwhelming for me. And I got to interview Deepak Chopra during the first month of first month of COVID, maybe it was the first like two weeks. And it was over Zoom or the phone. I mean, it was like, it was insane. It was like through Instagram live or something. It was just wild. And I just remember being like, wow, I did it. Like this was a moment. Like I was open about my mental health journey Yeah, on one video that I posted to my Instagram that then This company called NAMI, this nonprofit, the National Alliance of Mental Illness, which is a huge, huge nonprofit. It's probably the biggest mental health nonprofit. NAMI. They reached out to me and they, NAMI, and they were like, hey, you know, we would like you to be an ambassador because we love what you're talking about. And I was like, oh my God. And so I went and I met them and this whole thing. And through that, through just me opening up and sharing a quick little story, I got to interview a spiritual leader that I had been so in awe of for so long. yeah. yeah. And I had just done his um, gratitude, like a gratitude, 30 day gratitude. Oh, like, yes, 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 yes. I remember
0: that. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I had done it right before and right when it ended. And then I got a phone call and they were like, we want Deepak to <laughs> come, Deepak, come on and talk to And I was like, Deepak. what? was like, how did this, so that, that was a moment, you know, if we're excluding like baby, yeah. you know, that was. I mean, you huge... already did that. Like you did it. <laughs> I did that now. And that was 17 hours and, and no epidural until eight centimeters. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> la, la, la. All right. Um, But yeah, that was a moment. That was a moment where I could really truly say like, you did it. Nice. Like you opened up and you were yourself.
0: Gotta ask you though, like sidelines then, what did your team say about that? Um, like, were they like, nothing. oh, actually, can you keep talking about it? Nothing. They said nothing. LOL. I'm just like, that was like lingering in my brain when you were earlier. You're like, yeah, yeah they, they said nothing. About it. And it was the
1: same. And
0: it was so funny because like, you know, my that woman
1: episode it aired like right during COVID, like right when it started. And I was like, oh, so I don't think I'll be coming back to this show. <laughs> It was like supposed uh-huh. to be a recurring and was, yeah. everything got shut down. And yeah. I was like, what is life? Yeah. And then like these things happened and, and it became more about like mental health and, and the podcast and the story. And it was such a, it was an unfortunate oh, unfortunate time with COVID, but like quite fortunate for me that I had a outlet that people could, you know, follow along Um who didn't know what mental health meant at the time. So it was pretty,
0: I mean, your podcast is awesome. Oh, wow. It's called emotional with an AL kind yeah. of like accented, yeah. like emotion, emotional support. Ah. Yeah. It's really fun. And I listened to it a little bit and you're so cute. You also have such a lovely voice. So I, I said, oh, I, I, I hope yeah. I don't sound like a nasty bitch, but earlier I was talking to one of my guests and I was talking about voices because like I'm in the voice yeah. booth a lot. Right. And I have this thing where I need to really like if you're not on the timber that I like to hear, I can't like I can't be be with you. I don't know. Maybe (laughs) you don't have to agree with me, but like sometimes I'll try and turn on a guided meditation. I'm like, do I write them an email and ask if I could just do their VO for them? Honestly, oh, I, like not to be mean, but do you
1: know, the amount of times where <laughs> it hits a nerve in my brain and I'm like, yeah, this is
0: so bad. I can't I'm do not, this right yeah. now. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to I be know. like that nasty person and spread the evil here. But yeah, and like yeah. it was just nice listening to your podcast, too, on that level, because oh, you're hilarious and you have a great vibe oh, and your voice that. is lovely. But you do talk about like really important things and you've been doing it for a really long time. So yeah. you like, congrats to you. Like I, thank if I'm going to like, I'd be like, that's a you did it moment for you from what yeah. I'm seeing as, as an outsider. But that's huge. Like, thank you. Like, thank you for opening oh, up and sharing that with the world and with me. I'm like, I totally sound like a brain dead kind of like dummy. I'm like, I don't really know much about the subject. Because, Just tell me about it. No, but so that's the whole point, right? Is
1: like teaching people like it's okay if you don't know about it and, It's lucky if you don't know about it because it means you don't have to deal with it all the time. And, and, but how great for you to be open and uh, like absorb and want to learn, you know, what it is. So, you know, if someone does come into your life or if something with your, you know, your child or a friend's child or, or a friend that you meet, then you are, have that, you have resources and tools and you have the, you know, ability to have the vocabulary to be able to speak about it and, and know what to say and what not to say and. And, you know, I I just, I'm happy that you're listening. I mean, look, this podcast, it started as kind of a random thing that I wanted to do. And, you know, I do it all by myself. Like I edit by myself. I make my own social media. I run my... Like website. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I run everything by myself. I edit while she's on my boob. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's truly an at home production. Um, and it's, I, I, I don't mean, do it for the profit. <laughs> I do it for, yeah. And you, you get it. <laughs> like I do it. Cause I hope that there've been a lot of people that have saved my life. Yeah. And if I can help one person, that's all that matters. I love
0: that. No, I'm, I'm all about paying it forward like that. And I think that's why we were aligned today. Yeah, totally. And what's the best way for people to find you and creep you and oh, connect with you? Like where yeah. are you more available? Um, you can find
1: me at Alessandra Torosani, um for my Instagram. If you look up Alessandra, T-O-R, it'll eventually come up. Um, <laughs> um, I'll link it here. Can- or, yes, perfect. Yeah. Or you can follow me um, at emotional um, dot com or on the Instagram, emotional support pod. Or so both. Give her a follow. On both. both. Like it all. Give me a follow. Give me a yes. like. Give me a subscribe. Give me a review. All of them. Um, download. You know, download. All those fun yeah. stuff. No, yes, I love that. Exactly. So, and then we'll have a part
0: two with you on the podcast and we'll hear your story. Oh my God. Thank you. I'm so grateful. I don't want to keep you from your babe and your family. And it was such a pleasure to meet you. Like such a pleasure. I can't stop goosebumping because you're epic. And I'm so grateful that you were able to come on with me today. Oh, amazing. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in to You Did It, the podcast. Make sure you give her a follow on her Instagram at Alessandra Torresani and be sure To tune into her podcast called Emotional Support, and you can find that wherever podcasts are available. I'll link it all in the description below. And as you heard in my conversation with Alessandra, everyone goes through their own journey when they're becoming a parent, and also just through their life in general if they're not becoming a parent. If you're someone who's struggling with mental health, there are resources out there to help you. And if you don't know how to ask for help, please reach out to your community. I'm sure someone around you might know how to support you or connect you to the right people. So if you found this podcast helpful, please share it, download it, give us a follow at You Did It The Podcast on all the places that you listen to podcasts and review us. That's what helps us keep moving forward. And I also just love hearing what you guys have to say. And if you want specific guests on the podcast, hit me up, let me know, give me a follow on Instagram at You Did It Underscore The Podcast. Thank you. Have an amazing week because you did it.